Hey there, welcome to Kitchen Open Late, the podcast from the back of house. I am Chef Frosty. And I'm Chef Kwanzaa. Alright, so, story time. I want to tell you about the time that one of my favorite restaurants decided to do an all-you-can-eat day. Uh, Did you ever go to Chicken Coop back home? I mean, I've been to Chicken Coop, sure. So my father and I... Every Saturday, we used to go to, uh, to Chicken Coop. There's a fried chicken place back home. Uh, I think there's only like a handful left in, in Michigan now. Yeah. Uh, it was some of the best fried chicken I've ever had. Uh, and one day, my dad's sous chef, Josh, he runs in and is very excited because Chicken Coop has decided that they were going to do an all-you-can-eat chicken day. It was Saturday. And everybody was real stoked. Everyone, like all the cooks, decided that they were going to go to Chicken Coop and get some all-you-can-eat chicken. Now, none of these were small men. (laughs) They're all either fat or muscular or both. Large men, most of them are above like five eight, mm-hmm. you know, just some big dudes, hungry boys mm-hmm. after a after a weekend of of culinary adventures. Five eight, two hundred plus pounds. Yeah, just Popeye looking arms. <laughs> so we can throw down, all right. So none of us ate the night before. Like we're all just like oh, we're gonna get some chicken. This is gonna be great. <laughs> so we walked in like maybe twenty minutes after they opened. We wanted it fresh. We wanted it good. Mm-hmm. So we walk in. And I don't really know what I expected, but I didn't expect this. The way they were serving it was like basically they'd bring you a plate of chicken. Mm-hmm. You can kind of pick what you wanted, but it was more or less going to be like, you know, either some dark meat or some white meat. Either mm-hmm. you get a breast and a wing or you get like a leg and a thigh. Mm-hmm. They just keep bringing you plates because they didn't expect anybody to take right. all you can eat to heart. <laughs> well, we walk in and there's like, Ten of us, right? Mm-hmm. A bunch of dudes. And I you know, I was like, I don't know, eighteen at the time. Mm-hmm. I was still a growing boy. I was going right. through that phase where you could kind of eat any like all you wanted. You're still a big boy at that point? No, nah, I'd lost no. I'd lost some weight at that point. Mm-hmm. I lost all of the weight that I was going to lose at that point. Mm-hmm. But I still had that that pubescent mm-hmm. male mm-hmm. energy where it's just you can put the shit away. Mm-hmm. I still I still eat like a big boy. <laughs> That's why I'm so particular about how I eat now. Right. Yeah. Because there's, I can throw down, you know, especially if you give me like a grace period in between, you know, if I have the ability to just eat all I want at once, I can eat all I want at once and become sick. Mm-hmm. But if you give me like a 10 minute window between plates, oh, that can, I can spread that shit out. Mm-hmm. You know, you give me a cigarette break. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be an all day excursion. So we go in there and we're, you know, as soon as we got our first plate, we understood the, the way this whole thing was going to go down. Mm-hmm. We were like, okay, just just keep them coming. <laughs> just as soon as you set a plate down, Good bring us another plate, yeah. <laughs> and just keep that process up. Because I can, you know, a leg and a thigh, I can right. put that down in about if I'm taking my time, two minutes. Right? Yeah, you do eat quick. Well, I mean, it's, it's the it's the way you have to be <laughs> at sure. a certain point. Because in the kitchen, there's no breaks. Right. It's not like, you know, there's no scheduled. I don't know what, what people out there with, like, normal jobs. They're like, oh, my lunch break. I'm like, first of all, I don't want a lunch break. Hmm. I don't want to lose the momentum. Mm-hmm. So if I sit down mm-hmm. for, like, a long period of time. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm not getting back up. I'm like a shark. If I stop moving, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't stop moving until the end of the night. I mean, you might lean on something. Mm-hmm. But most meals in a kitchen for, for kitchen workers consist of... If you're if you're lucky, you get to put a plate on a cutting board or a prep table <laughs> right. and eat off of that. Right. And if you're really lucky, you get to eat the whole thing while it's hot. That's why I eat so quick. That's why I eat so quick. That's fair. It's just like I want this to be all – it's the right temperature. It's not too hot. It's the Goldilocks zone. Mm-hmm. It's just right. I'm going to shovel this in and you learn how to taste your food at that point. <laughs> so all of us were just you – know, Basically, unhinge your jaw and just put the whole thing in your mouth and just spit the bones out. And we just, we even, even when they were going away and coming back with new shit, we're still waiting. Mm-hmm. So we're just throwing it down our gullets, all of us. Kirby style. Ah, for real. Like. 
<laughs> and so, you know, we're all enjoying ourselves. We're all eating our chicken. And then a new face appears at our table. Not the, the person who's been serving us. Clearly a manager. And he says, I have to apologize. We've run out of chicken. <laughs> and we said, what? <laughs> You're a chicken place. Right. This is an all-you-can-eat day. And they're like, yes, we still have chicken in-house. We need to make more, though. Mm-hmm. You went through all of the chicken we had ready to go. And we're like, how did you not prepare better for this? Right. This is an all-you-can-eat day. <laughs> all-you-can-eat day. And they're like, well, we didn't expect <laughs> 10 guys to come in and then immediately just put down 10 plates apiece. You each ate like three chickens. We were kind of thinking this would, you know, mm-hmm. be spread out throughout the day a little bit. And we're like, so how long is the wait? And they're like, well, if you would like to wait. And we're like, okay, we get it. You emphasize they don't want you there. You don't want us here anymore. So we ended up going to KFC. <laughs> we, just, we, just got like, we got like three more buckets. And just, all right. We were all in the mood to eat chicken. Mm-hmm. That was not the first time I've been turned away at, a, at an all-you-can-eat situation. Really? I've been turned away from a buffet before. Really? Because they had a, a carving station with prime rib. Uh. And I, underst- I understand. <laughs> I understand that the thought process is most people will come up, get a slice of prime rib, Maybe two. Hmm. Maybe. There's a buffet of options. Right. I don't go to a buffet like normal people go to a buffet, hmm. apparently. Right. What I've witnessed other people do is they'll go to a buffet and they'll treat it like they're just having a normal meal. Like, right. oh, I'll just make a plate and then I'll eat that plate. And be done. And then be done. No. Not like, oh, I can... I can Leave here and feel ill because I've eaten so much food. <laughs> right, you no. want to eat for the day. Yeah. Most people go to buffets because they get variety on their one plate. Right. I go to buffet because I can eat as much food as humanly right. possible. So I can eat multiple plates. Exactly. <laughs> this is... this is. We need to have a buffet day. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. find the right buffet, though. I would love nothing more than to drive around to, like, four or five different buffets. Sure. Different styles of cuisine. Sure. And uh, just experiment with that. Hmm. You know about Fogo de Chao, right? Who? Ah. It's, a, it's one of those Brazilian steakhouses here. A what? So, <laughs> Fogo de Chao is a place in, in Chicago, in the city. Got it. Uh, and it's effectively, you sit at a table and you've got a little wooden coaster. Sure. One side is red, one side is green. Green means keep bringing me options. And they just bring around skewers or platters or mm. whatever of meat. And they just give you as much meat as you can handle. As you want. Oh man. And they only stop coming to the table if you flip the thing to red. How is there a time limit? I don't believe so. I've never been. It's it's so high up on my list of places I want to go. Right. It's just expensive. I understand that. It's like a hundred bucks a person or some shit. Sure. So there's no time limit. As far as I know, <laughs> as far as I know, there's no time limit. Okay. okay. I imagine. So once I flip it red, I can flip it back green. Eventually, yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. If cool, you need cool. a break for a minute, you right. can take a break. Apparently, the salad bar is actually one of the highlights. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Like, I don't know. I've never been. I, mm-hmm. I purposefully don't know a lot about it because I experience I want to experience it. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's like a first date when you realize that you're going to go home with the person mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, thank God they never sent me a nude photo because I'm just ready <laughs> to see whatever's going to happen now. Like, sure, sure, when sure. you know what's in the bag and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, this is what's happening. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to explore your wonderland. <laughs> I'm ready to see what that looks like. It's like a tr- it's like a movie. You yeah. know, a good trailer doesn't give away too much. It's just enough to keep yeah. me interested. Right. You had me at all you can eat meat. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's exactly. all I require. And I, now I know there's a salad bar that's supposed to be top notch. Right. Cool, cool. Cool. Like I'm definitely like I've been wanting to go for years. Hmm. Ever since I moved to Chicago ten years ago, hmm. I've been wanting to go to this place. Well, I'm down. I mean, yes, I've always been down. The problem is I've always been poor. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, the days where you want to go are the days that we're 
working historically. Uh-huh. Uh, but this year, I, I'm, I'd like to try to go on my birthday, or at least mm-hmm. around then. I always get a steak on my birthday, mm-hmm. a nice, big, juicy steak. Uh and that's usually like the, the, the one time of the year where I'm just like, I want meat. I mean, I always want meat. Sure. But that's the one time that I really want. Mm-hmm. Like some good. Some like, good ass meat. Like, like a, a big lot. old yeah. pile of meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, For like getting the meat sweats. Exactly. Oh, the meat sweats. <laughs> I've had the meat sweats so many, so many times in my life. I don't have a sweet tooth. I have a meat tooth. <laughs> the, the, I get this question sometimes. Or I guess it's not even a question, it's more of a, uh, a speculative musing from people when they hear that I'm a chef. Hmm. They're always like, oh, you, know, you, must, you must eat like, just such fancy foods all the time. You must, right. you must always go to the, like, the, the highest end restaurants. When you mm-hmm. want to go out, you probably want to go someplace really fancy. Mm-hmm. Or you probably want to go someplace really exotic. Or you really want to like, you know, most of the, after work especially... Hmm. If I'm hungry after work, I've got I've got two requirements. Very little effort on my part. Oh. And tastes good. Right. Doesn't have to taste real. <laughs> Doesn't have to be real. It just has to taste good. Right. Like if there was like if there were four restaurants on one corner and they were all high-end restaurants, you know what I would do? I would open up a fucking McDonald's. No, yeah. Like a little hole in the wall McDonald's, mm-hmm. and it's gonna have like four options on it, like nuggets, fries, burger, mm-hmm. and a chicken sandwich or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and maybe a shake. And we're just whenever those restaurants close, uh-huh. we're open every night for an hour after that. That's yeah. it. Those are the only hours of operation. <laughs> when everyone gets off, mm-hmm. we deliver. Because <laughs> that's all. Everyone after everyone after work wants to get drunk and eat something good. Good, yeah. Not high quality. Good. Good. And like, I mean, that's what, how many times we walk to fucking 7-Eleven after work. Right. And, by the way, I'm a chef. And I don't use that as a descriptor very often to preface what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. But as a chef, 7-Eleven's got some good food. Yeah, they do. Their pizza's pretty on point. I'm not going to... Those taquitos? Yeah, those taquitos are real good. Chicken is not bad either. The chicken's not bad. No, I'm not... Well, it, it's actually really good. I've paid more money for worse <laughs> chicken. I'll put it that absolutely, way. Absolutely. I've even gotten the ones that are cold and you like reheat. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. There's nothing... So good. The way, the way chefs... People always... The way chefs eat is very different than the food they're putting out mm-hmm. into the world. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. If... It, if you're if you're in a good restaurant and you ask the chef, don't ask the server what to eat. Never ask the server. Because either they're going to be pushing something mm-hmm. that needs to go quickly. <laughs> right. They might recommend their favorite thing, but right. who, the, their opinions are just... I, trust me, servers don't... They eat like children. Rain is a pescatarian, uh-huh. but she talks about like the chicken stuff and all that stuff oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. She's a good server. Oh, She's yeah. a great server. <laughs> servers are actresses. <laughs> right. They're, 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 they're lying to you. They want they want a tip. Mm-hmm. You want to know how you get a good tip? You get a higher bill. You want to get a higher bill by recommending expensive <laughs> yeah. shit. Yep. That's the way it is. I mean, I guarantee... Like, they, might, they might steer you away from something that's not good. Right, right. But most of the time... They're trying to push something. They're, they're trying to push something. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they've got a couple of things on the menu I'm sure that they like, mm-hmm. but those are just stock answers. Right. You know, if you want to really know what the best thing is, be friends with the, be friends with the cooks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they'll probably, you know, I'm not guaranteeing this, but cooks get tired of cooking the same thing every day. Yep. They get real tired of that menu. And I've written menus at places. Mm-hmm. I'm in the process of writing a new one right now for a new place. I already know I'm going to get tired of making <laughs> this food after eh, two months. I mean, the guy, it's no longer yeah. creative. And I've seen everything on the menu. Right. I've tried everything on the menu. Right. I'm bored with this menu. So anytime you get to be creative or fun, I mean, if you want to have a really good dining experience with a chef, tell them, make me whatever you want. With, for me, I need at least a couple of guidelines. Mm-hmm. Like, do you like sweet, spicy, savory? 
Yeah. Um, are you a pescatarian or a vegan? I've had to cook for those two. That was actually fun. Yeah. It was actually fun. Well, you want to, it's fun to, come, it's fun to, to be forced to think in a different way. Right. It's fun to come up with something a little bit, you know, unique. Just give me an idea of what you're looking for, and then I can work with that. But, because again, again, chefs cooking for themselves is going to be real different. Real different. Than most of the stuff on the menu. Mm -hmm. Even if it's exactly the same ingredients. Oh, yeah. Completely different thing. It's just going to taste better. Because, I mean, you can't, you can't. Once you make something once on a menu in a restaurant, you have to make it the exact same way every time. Right. Because you always get that one guy who's like, oh, he just comes in every day and has to get the same thing. Yep. Uh, there's that guy, uh, one of the restaurants that we worked at together, this guy would come in every day, and I had a, a blackened salmon on the menu mm -hmm. with like an Italian seasoned rice and a blue cheese crust. Every day he got that dish without the blue cheese. Yep. Every still, day. Still does. Still does, of course. Still does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I can understand. Like, I've been to plenty of restaurants where I'll go, you know, twice a month. Hmm. And I'll get the same thing. Sure. Uh, but every day, it's like, man. Right. It'd be cheaper for you just to buy some salmon. <laughs> True. True. But, it, you know, cooks, could, cooks eat like, like drunk college students. True. You know? Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly... Like I, I've seen cooks get real happy about a pan of pizza rolls coming out of the oven. <laughs> That's just for them. Yeah. Like uh, one of the servers recently asked me, like, "Oh, you must cook for yourself at home all the time, don't you?" I was like, "No, <laughs> not not what I eat at home is typically like ramen or something I throw together real quick. Like I'm, I've got like ham, mashed potatoes, and veggies I'm working on right now. Yeah, um, but it's those are all very instant and quick to make." Because I don't want to go through that effort of making. <laughs> At very least, I don't yeah. want to wash the dishes. Right. I right. If I have the day off, hmm. or it's a holiday or something, I can cook. I like to throw down in the kitchen at home still. Yeah. I like to cook for, for dates or friends or whatever. Yeah, I like cooking for people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to cook for myself. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I will, but I mean, cooking for myself. So I, I don't know if you know this about me or not, listeners. I know you know about it. Uh, I was a big old fat kid. Ah, mm -hmm. I was a big old boy. Big old boy. A big corn-fed Michigan boy. <laughs> I'll put it this way. When I played football in high school, they just, I, I was a lineman. There wasn't mm. a choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I was sticking you on the line. <laughs> yeah, at least going to be a challenge to get around for a minute. <laughs> right. Uh, and when I was 16, I lost a bunch of weight. You know, I, I started kind of reevaluating my diet. Because I used to – so I used to play a game when I was a kid. <laughs> I used to pretend, like I was like seven or eight, I would pretend that I was a superhero. Hmm. And I would pretend that the bad guy had captured the, the damsel in distress or a villager or something like that, whatever. And I needed to save them. Sure. And they, the villain locked me into a room. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't escape unless right. I ate an entire box of cheeses. <laughs> I couldn't escape unless I did that. It was like my that, kryptonite. Right, right. So the whole game was how can I eat an entire box of Cheez-Its but still be playing a game? How? That, honestly, I don't know how you can make that more creative or making eating a box of Cheez-Its. I don't know, like a, a challenge? I mean, if you did it, like, I'm, I have to eat all of these with chopsticks and I'm not allowed to take the bag out or sure, something. Sure, 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 know, sure. But there we go, there we go. The goal, the, the moral of the story is I even revolved my playtime was around, around food. let me see how much I can eat. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, if I used you know, a bag of 40 pizza rolls, average lunch when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, just the whole bag. I'd eat them all. Whole bag. I'd still be hungry. That was lunch. Yeah. yeah that was lunch. Oh, man. Ah, oh, good times. <laughs> Being fat was great. You don't have to try. <laughs> but then, so yeah, when I was 16, I uh, I got my act together a little bit and I started, you know, exercising a bit more. I started running and, you know, eating uh, reasonable portions. I guess we'll put it that way. Uh, what normal humans eat right. on a daily basis. Instead of always getting the family size. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> For myself. Right, exactly. Uh, 
And uh, funny story, the weight just kind of fell off. <laughs> Who would have known? Turns out when you're not eating an entire pizza every day for lunch, <laughs> the weight just kind of goes away. You're not drinking a six-pack of Coke to wash it down, you know? Uh, and now, that, all that being said, I totally support anyone wanting to eat as much as they want. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm a chef. That makes me happy. Eat as much as you please. True. I hate picky eaters. <laughs> I am not one of them. Yeah, you're not picky, but you, you have... Um, you're regimented? I mean, I'm definitely regimented now, but that's out of yeah. necessity. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right now I eat the exact same thing every day. Right. Down to the fucking weight and measurement mm, of it. The gram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, honestly, I kind of like. Mm-hmm. I, it, it takes away the... Uh, it takes that stress off your plate. <laughs> pardon the... <laughs> Pardon the pun. Right. Because I don't have to... I'm like Steve Jobs, where you wore the same thing every day, so you don't have to think about it. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm that, but I just... Eating. Yeah. Uh, and then I intermittent fast as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, between whatever, six and ten, right. you, know, you know, six at night and then until ten in the morning, I don't eat anything. Right. Or at least try really hard not to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly, when you cram all your food into an eight-hour period, you're not really hungry after that. Sure. Sure. Uh, your stomach's distained <laughs> or distended hmm. with all the all the nutrition from the day. Now that being said, I still eat like a I still eat like a fat kid. Hmm. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. And we just hit the buffet the other day. We did. Ah, oh, man, that was good. It that was, was some good buffet too. It was. There's nothing. There's nothing worse than a bad buffet experience. Yeah, because it feels like a waste. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... just went to a restaurant. Right. Mm -hmm. Or a better buffet. Or a better buffet. Right, right, right. Some of my favorite places on the planet are buffets. Mm -hmm. Shawarma King is a buffet. Is it really? Yeah. I I guess I just... I've only been there, I think, the one time with you guys. Yeah. So, Shawarma King is a Lebanese uh, restaurant down the street from my parents' house back home. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite place to eat on the planet. Still? Still. Wow. Without question. Anytime I go home... The very first meal I want is shawarma king. We should do that. Ah, oh, God, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always tell people, don't let the fact that it's a buffet deter you. This is just good food. Mm-hmm. The same people have worked there mm-hmm. for the past, Jesus, 20 years? I mean, I see the same faces. They recognize me still, you know? Oh. Every time I go home, they ask me, like, hey, you just passing through? Oh, China Hut, yes. Yeah. June Lee's. Oh, June Lee, I miss you, June Lee. You got you said all those places, you know. Those little hole in the wall places mm-hmm. are the best places. Mom pop? That mom home and pop. cooking. Yeah, home, home cooking. cooking. Ah man. Some of the food your mom's cooked has been pretty fucking good. Yeah. Actually I was thinking I was, I I didn't tell you this, but the other night I was actually like daydreaming about some of your mom's food. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it was just good. It just hit the spot. Mm-hmm. Like it just ah, oh, I don't know what it is. There's nothing special about it. Not really. I mean, it's just that home cooking, that that soul food cooking. Yeah. Um. It, t- it tastes like home, but it's a different home than my home. Right. Yeah. I'm used to my mother's cooking, mm-hmm. and it's still good too. I mean, both of my parents are actually right. pretty good cooks. Yeah. I've never eaten at your house. I don't think so. No. Surprisingly. I mean, most of the cooking that you would have tied from my dad would have been at the Bean Club. Right. When we, we worked there together. If that. Which, I mean, uh, that prime rib that he used to make, just simple but good, man. I've never eaten your parents' food. I don't think so. You never eat my mother's cooking, I don't think. Damn. Yeah. Damn. And you, again, you, I was a big boy when I was growing up. <laughs> right. She, she knew how to... Right. And Clearly that, she knew how to cook well enough for you to eat. That's where I get my love for butter from. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, butter. I don't. It's not too much butter. There's such thing as too much butter. There's no such thing as too much butter. There's, some, there's such a thing as too much salt because it makes <laughs> things taste salty. Butter is like saying there's too much flavor and deliciousness. <laughs> there is too much of a good thing. That that is a thing. <laughs> no, for every one potato that you put into mashed potatoes, you should have one stick of butter. <laughs> you and Ella agree. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> it's delicious. It's so ah. Uh, there's nothing wrong with too much. It, too much butter is just too much wonder mm. and magic. <laughs> sure. Like too many wishes. Like too much happiness in my life. Oh. That being said, I can't even remember the last time I put butter in something I made. Really? You don't use... Well, not for myself. Right. Because okay. again, I'm just so regimented about my diet nowadays, mm. but... Makes sense. Uh, I just don't cook with butter now. I think about it. 
Not really. No, nah, yeah. I mean, I have some in my fridge. Right, I have some too. Yeah. Actually, no, I had to bring it down to the restaurant. <laughs> you ran <laughs> out of butter? Out of butter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I usually use like maybe a little bit of oil, maybe a little bit of butter for this and that. Yeah. But I don't. It's more for the pan than it is for the food. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and I would like to go back to... Um, like getting getting as a as a customer, you want to be friends with the chef, right? Yes. A lot of people ask me, "Well, what do you eat on the menu?" I was like, "Well, I don't eat on the menu." Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I eat off menu almost all the time. I'm eating here, and I'm eating ingredients from, from the menu. menu. Sure, yeah, but I'll make my own type of burger. I make my own type of wrap. Um, the the vegan and pescatarian food that I make were all rice based. Yeah. Um, which I end up really enjoying, and actually is very good. Sure. And it's just, it's, the thing with me is my taste buds get bored so quickly. Yep. Especially when you're actually eating things that's on the menu. Yep. I'm used to this taste now. Mm -hmm. I need to change it up somehow. I need to add some different sauces, different seasonings. And I don't, (laughs) um, Roxy has been getting mad at me because I've been mixing up sauces and stuff. She's like, I like this sauce. What? You holding out on me, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to make <laughs> while I'm making it. Yep. I'm just smelling things, tasting things. Like, sure, this goes good. This goes good. That goes good. Bam. There we go. Yep. Oh, this is delicious. Oh, I need to adjust some things. Either way, I'm eating it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, yeah. Cause, I mean, you're not going to throw away a meal. Right. <clears throat> like, I'm definitely not just going to toss something out because it's not the peak of perfection right. for me. So when you ask me, what do I like to eat? I don't know is a question. Right. Is the answer. <laughs> no, cooks are the most experimental people on the planet hmm. with what they're willing to put in their mouth. Cooks and scientists, clearly. Exactly. I mean, it's 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 like jazz that tastes mm. good. <laughs> that's why, I mean, mm-hmm. you look at cultures throughout history, and that's why you get, I mean, you know, the foods that rich people eat are not the foods that rich people eat today. The foods that rich people eat today were the peasant food, like lobster. <laughs> right. Lobster was like for prisoners and shit. Uh-huh. I mean, all the I mean, like you know, all the neglected foods that get thrown away, mm-hmm. and that's all the the poor people ate. So they have right. to find ways to make it taste good. Right. Like haggis, you just like stuff a stomach full of like other innards <laughs> with oatmeal, and now now it's you know people go nuts for that. Never had it. I'd love to try it. Now. Uh, you gotta try haggis. You know. It's pretty good. Hmm. I mean, it's you know, it's got that livery. It's got liver in it. Okay. It's got lungs in it. It's got heart in it. Never had a lung. Had heart. Hearts. I like heart. Hearts. Hearts tough. Hearts tough. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's pumping all the time. Right. It's very strong. Very strong muscle. I love. I love the neglected cuts of meat mm. so much. Mm. Tongue, cheek, chitlins, chitlins, <laughs> gizzards, tripe. Oh, I love gizzards. Gizzards, gizzards are tripe. great. I like tripe. I, it's the consistency. I get it. Yeah. I understand the consistency thing. Mm-hmm. I don't relate to it, but I understand it. Right. I love liver and onions. Liver, liver, I've eaten some good liver, but again, the consistency I can't deal with. I get that. It's it's kind of like hard Play-Doh. Right. It, it's like meat jello. To yeah, me. yeah, totally. Oh, oh, I can feel it. <laughs> I love liver. I love... Good old liver and onions. Mm-hmm. Ah, I get real into pig's feet. Pig's feet, I've only had some of. I like pig feet in like stews and such. Oh, sure, like, yeah. With neck bones. Yeah. I love some good neck bones. Neck bone, tail bones Bro. too. Oxtail? I've never had oxtail. Oh, oxtail. I know a place around here we can get some good oxtail. We'll do that. Yeah. yeah. Oxtail is great. Anything mm-hmm. like bone marrow is great. I don't think I've really had bone marrow. You got to have roasted bone marrow at some point. Roasted bone marrow, yeah, for uh, like beef. I mean, pork, anything. I beef. Guess? I would usually go beef, pork. I'm not so like pork innards are the thing I'm always a little bit hesitant to fuck with, hmm. just because the way porks eat. Sure, like pigs sure, sure. eat. Yeah, like they're just. I mean, they're just eating slop. That's like I mean. what they're known for. Right, right, right. I'm not saying grass has got to be the best tasting <laughs> thing on the planet, but sure, sure, sure. You know, pigs are just crammed into muddy little area. They, you know, all that. Yeah, I always picture cows as just roaming free. Sure. I mean, you can taste the difference between like pork liver and calf liver. Mm-hmm. You know, they're mm-hmm. just they're wildly different. Pork is real. It tastes like a barnyard. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll trust you on that. But like you know, bone marrow, like ox or or cow, mm-hmm. something a little bit more hearty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I like the gamey stuff. I had a rabbit the other day. Right, you were telling me about yeah. that. Yeah. 
I got. I mean, it was kind of like Game of Your Chicken. Gotcha. Did you buy it or? I, I bought a I bought a frozen one. Gotcha. And then I just thawed out and roasted it. Okay. Nice. Uh, I roasted it over some carrots. Okay. Which I mean, I would. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's that's the way to do it, man. That's fair. Yeah. It's like pork. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you always see a pork with an apple in its mouth. I mean, tell you, you cut up some onions. You make it, if you got like a big like pork tenderloin mm. or a pork chop. I hate pork chops, but pork tenderloin. Mm-hmm. You know, you roast that up. You sear it. You roast it. Boom, you're good to go. Then you take some onion, some apple, and a little bit of sweet potato. Cook all that up. Make a little hash out of it. All that goes great with pork. Mm. Oh, it's so good. Mm. I need to season the rabbit a little bit better next time. Because yeah. I just used some seasonings I had around the house. Right. But, it like, I just want... Because I wanted to get as close to just normal rabbit flavor as possible right. to see right. what it went with. Yeah, when I... When I, um... I got some squirrel from Johnny. Mm. And, uh... <laughs> it was I think the whole squirrel was the head salon head might have been gone mm-hmm. anyways um, and I ended up deep frying that oh yeah and I had uh, <clears throat> like we had like some chicken batter or whatever yeah and it was good it was delicious but unfortunately it tastes mostly just like chicken right because I think I just over seasoned it and deep frying it I think was the wrong way to go with it sure I mean it was still delicious but was I... that the seasoning the chicken seasoning and the right. deep frying of it I should have roasted it I mean squirrel's not bad either no I mean, honestly, anything gamey, I, I prefer it over a fire. If I can just make a fire in a fire pit. I got you. And, like, slowly roast it over that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a big fan of, you know, cooking things as close to the environment they're in as possible. Right. That's why I like fish raw as much as I possibly can get it. Sure. Or, like, oysters or whatever. Mm. I love me some oysters. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing off of an animal, like a cow, that I haven't eaten would be dick balls and brains. <laughs> dick balls and brains. <laughs> I've had lung, I've had kidney, I've had liver, I've had heart, mm. I've had tongue. I haven't had eyeballs either. That's the only other thing I okay. want to try. Apparently, like, they're a delicacy. Yeah. Like, it's... seal eyeballs in the Arctic are considered a delicacy. I would love to eat some seal. I want to, see, here's the thing. I want to eat anything that was alive. <laughs> <laughs> anything that was alive? Almost. I... I won't. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Apparently, humans taste like veal. Really? Yeah. Not pork? Not pork. Hmm. Even though we're long pigs, apparently we right. taste like veal. I, I've got a theory about the long pig thing. Share it. Um, it, it's, it, it coincides with like religions mm-hmm. that don't eat pork. Sure. And my, my thought process is we got the name long pig because humans are close to pigs. Right. I've seen a lot of experiments like ballistic experiments where they'll use, <clears throat> they'll use a pig carcass because it's close to like. Our human bodies, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, t- they tattoo on dead pigs and stuff because yeah. the skin is so close. Gotcha. It's the, um, f- the flesh more than anything is the closest thing, I think. Right. Yeah. So, so my thought is religions don't want you eating pig because it's close to eating human. Sure. And that's why we're called long pigs. I don't know. That, that's just my connection that I kind of made. In my I can brain. see that. I mean, also, I think just pigs are just dirty, filthy animals. Sure, but they're delicious. I mean, of all the meats. That one can eat. I think pig's probably my least favorite. As far as taste goes? Yeah. Really? It's just dry. What? It's so dry. Really? I mean, I sure bacon and pork belly and stuff. Like, the certain cuts of the pig are good. Sure. But, sure. like, if someone said, hey, I'm going to serve you a generic cut of pork uh-huh. versus a generic cut of cow, uh-huh. I'm definitely going cow. Really? I think in order of, of best, it's got to go lamb. Mm. Cow, chicken, chicken or like poultry, I guess maybe is like one whole thing. But yeah. like chicken and duck are wildly different. And I right. love duck, mm-hmm. but I love chicken. So it'd probably go chicken slash poultry. Right. And then like I like gamey shit too. Like deer is good. Uh, Deer's all right for me. I like, I like the gaminess of a deer. Oh. I like the gaminess of a rabbit. Uh, it's pig. Pig is just way down there, really. Yeah, it's it's you know I love pork belly, you know because it's fatty. It's got some stuff to it. Right. But I feel like you have to do more. Like I'm really happy with a, a steak from a from a cow with just salt and pepper, maybe a little garlic and butter. Mm-hmm. Like that's really all it would take for me to be like salt and pepper. I'll be happy. Right. Garlic butter. I'll be real happy. Right. Because if you you cook a steak right, it has its own sauce with it. Right. Its own juices is a sauce. But like just a generic like pork chop, I'm going to be real unhappy with just salt and pepper on it. Hmm. I need something on the side. 
And also, I mean, you know how I like my meat. Yeah. Like, you know, I like still kicking. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I, I don't like my. I don't like my steak rare. I like it blue. <laughs> if it's warm in the middle, that's almost overcooked. <laughs> I need it warm on the outside, cold on the inside. Exactly. I need it just to kiss no. the pan. No. Just for a minute. No. Just real quick. I mean, obviously not eating a chicken breast medium rare, but sure. Sure, That's why sure. I go for the thighs because they're juicy and wonderful. Oh, thighs so much better than breasts. Thank you. Thank <laughs> so you. So much better than breasts. I hate. <laughs> There's two things about chicken that I hate when people eat it. I hate people who prefer breasts because mm-hmm. I mean, the argument's always typically, oh, you get more meat. So like you get more dry meat. Yeah, <laughs> you get more dry meat. Just get more thighs. <laughs> Just pay more for a few more thighs. Goddamn, thighs aren't that much smaller. Right? No, no. Like I, no, I'm two thighs. Is more meat than a breast, probably. Yeah. And, and way it, happier to eat. And probably the same price, if not less, right? Yeah, I mean, chicken thighs are typically a little bit less expensive. Right. Uh, certainly, if I, I... Last time I bought four fried chicken thighs from a, a place, hmm. it was four bucks. They gave me a deal, but it still wouldn't have been that much more. Right. I feel like two breasts would have been easily the more, or yeah. the same amount. Like three dollars a breast. Yeah. Like yeah. Which... Why, why am I paying more for drier meat? Right, yeah. uh, a buddy of ours is dating a new lady, uh, and apparently she's never been exposed to cooking very much. I don't understand what you're saying. I know you don't, and I'm <laughs> going to explain it to you. So he was over at her place, and she was making him dinner. She was going to make him chicken Alfredo, okay? Okay. She had the, the, the sauce was pre-jarred, all that shit. Gotcha. She did two things that were interesting – uh, about this meal. One, she put the pasta into just... She, she filled the pot with water, uh-huh. put it on the stove, turned the burner on, and then immediately put the pasta in. Not let it come to a boil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like I like my pasta drinkable. <laughs> yes, I know you do. Oh, I'm well aware of that. But the other thing she did was she was putting the chicken in a pan, and every like minute or so... She would add like a quarter cup of water to the pan, and he's watching her. He's just like, "Why, why are you doing that, there, babe?" She's like, "Oh, because the chicken gets so dry otherwise." Hmm. He's like, "Well, how long do you cook it for?" She's like, "Oh, I cook it for like ten minutes aside." He's like, "Oh, Jesus Christ, you're overcooking it." Mm-hmm. She's like, "Well, I don't want it to be raw and make right. me sick." He's like, "Babe, Jesus, <laughs> that's." I, people always overcook chicken. Always. Rule number one, if it's always. done in the pan, it's overcooked on the plate. That's right. just all there is to it. Just bring it. I mean, if it's... Honestly, I'm not saying it should be like fucking pink in the middle. Right. But if it's still a little bit squishy, right. like a tiny, tiny bit, if you think the chicken's like medium mm-hmm. and you want it to be well done, pull it off. It's going to keep cooking with its own heat. Mm-hmm. Just give it 10 minutes. It'll be fully cooked and very moist. I promise. Yeah. I hate watching people overcook chicken almost as much as I hate watching people eat chicken wings. Oh, yeah. I know what you mean. When they take the drum <laughs> and they bite into that big, the meaty bulb around it, mm-hmm. and then they eat all that, and then they put the wing down. I'm like, oh, you're cool. You're saving, it. You're saving that for later. You're going to suck right. them bones clean later. Right. They're like, no. Ew. <laughs> it's done. I'm done with this. Oh. What? There's, there's still there's meat on so that. So much meat on it, and like the the back small end is usually got the best best little bit. Yep, best little bit. Mm. All that like marrowy, wonderful, like just concentrated. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> See, for me, if I'm if I'm gonna eat flats, what I do is I pull one bone out, right. and I, that one's clean because mm-hmm. it just came out. All the meat came off of it. Right. I'll suck it a little bit to make sure it's good, mm-hmm. and I'll discard that, that one bone. Now I've got a singular bone left mm-hmm. with all of the flat meat still on it, and I put the entire bone in my mouth, spring my teeth down, <laughs> like, a, oh, like a crawdad, just suck it clean, <laughs> and then I'm, not, I'm still not done. Mm-hmm. i got to go back to the part where I was hanging on to yep, turn and gnaw on that a little gnaw bit, like yep. a little chicken lollipop. I uh, I've been with plenty of people where they'll eat their wings the way they want to, mm-hmm. and then I'll pick at their clean wings. It. Yeah, clean it up. And then they get mad. They're like, why wouldn't you just order your own wings? Why are you picking at mine? I'm like, you're done with it. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Why? Why don't you waste all you're this food? Wasting it. 
Like clearly you've never you didn't grow up poor. <laughs> clearly. Right. Because there's still meat on them bones. There's still meat on them. <laughs> that's the That's the, the marker of a of a of a poor person family right mm-hmm. there. Which you and I, I think come from the same place. Hmm. Where we've had, you know, family get-togethers, potluck-style things, whatever. And you get nervous about that. And let me tell you why. Because I'll walk into that situation, Mm -hmm. whether it's family or friends or whatever, and you see the person saying, you have as much as you want. Uh. And you're like, no, no, no. (laughs) How much Uh. can I have? How many plates am I allowed to have? Right, right. Like, no, as much as you want, there's plenty. It's mm-hmm. like, no, one last time. <laughs> I'll let everyone go first, yep. okay? Yep. They all get their plate. Great. Now, how much am I allowed to have? As much as you want, honey. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. <laughs> then you go up for your fourth plate, and they're like, whoa, 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 you got to save some for everybody else. Like, no. I let them go first. And you said the rule was we get as much as we want. I always, you know, people pregame with alcohol before a party. Yeah, I always try to ask, "What's the food situation?" Yeah, like, "Oh, we're getting pizza. How many? <laughs> Enough for everyone to have two slices." Okay, I'll stop and get something beforehand. Right, exactly. I'll eat before I get there. I want to come to this party full because I can still put away two pieces of pizza if I'm full. Right. So in 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 my culture, it's usually like um, like a big family eating get together. Um, the children have to go get their food first, and then like the elderly, and then us younger folks get to go. Yep. Um, for most of my family get-togethers, when it's like more immediate family, they learn pretty quickly that I have to wait for everyone to get their fir- their food. Then I get to make my plate, and then I ask if anyone's done with their their <laughs> plates yep. before they throw out any waste of food, and I eat their plate. Then I see like, can I get a second plate? Has everyone eaten? Yep. So I can go get my second plate. <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons I like eating with your family so much is because there is a plethora of food. Yeah, yeah. There's enough food, and then there's food to send home. The last time I was at a family get-together with your family, there was more, so much food. My mm. God. Yeah, no. Just like there was, I mean, what, like 15 people there, and there's like 20 shafers full of food? <laughs> Plus some yeah. stuff in the oven that's not yeah. even been touched yet? Plus right. like 19 desserts? <laughs> everyone made a pie? Right, everyone, everyone made a pie. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of... <coughs> was that like Christmas or something? It was warm outside. Was it? Yeah. Because I know you were over... Fourth in... July, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. That makes more sense. That that, makes yeah, more that sense. makes perfect sense, actually. Yeah. God, that was... Uh, I don't... Yeah, that was... <laughs> yeah, because mom, mom cooks for like three days. Oh, yeah. No, I, <laughs> your mother... I love your mother's cooking. And I love... I love... Just the shaming of just like... You done? Right, yeah. No. That's all you're going to eat? That's it. Better get you some more. You're not you're seriously going to have another plate. All right, whatever. You don't feel like eating my good food. Right. Well, my food ain't good. Mm. Mark, <laughs> your friend don't like my food. <laughs> <laughs> you can't bring him around no more. Oh, <laughs> man. Get some more. If I have to have more. Yeah, make sure you take a plate home, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> make sure you take a plate home, too. And, oh, man. You get you got to make sure you get the good quality disposable plates. Mm-hmm. Those ones that have some rigidity to it. Right. It's like 19 normal plates, like, <laughs> compressed into compressed one. In there, yeah. uh, you can put it in the microwave with juicy food on it, yep. and it still holds up. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good plate right there. Yeah. If you're going to have an outdoor <laughs> event where you're serving food, make mm-hmm. sure to have good, solid plates. I'm not you, trying to... You rinse that shit off, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just going to throw away this plate. It's a good-ass plate. All you had was chips. (laughs) Right. I can use that plate again. Yeah. You you hold on to that plate for the most part. No, being poor teaches you how to to make shit last. Yeah. How to manage. How to, you know. I'll tell you what. One of the best poor person foods I've ever made, you take take some ramen. Hmm. You make it like normal. Hmm. Right? Then you add some hot sauce, a can of tuna, two slices of American cheese, and you drop an egg raw egg into that and cook it like egg drop soup. Gotcha. That's good. Gotcha. That's real good. That doesn't sound bad at all. And that's like a $5 meal. Right. Man, I used to be on a tomato soup kick when I was younger. Sure. I used to just take a can of tomato soup. Yep. A bunch of seasonings, chop up some onions or something. or Like I would just basically take tomato soup 
and leftovers. Yep. But I started doing this thing where I tried to make egg drop soup with tomato soup. Oh. <laughs> it didn't work great, but it was good. It was good. And then I used to do, uh, my mom had like canned clams. Oh, yeah. Throw that in her. That, oh, oh, man. Tomato soup used to be my thing for oh, a while. Oh, man. You can, you can get real creative with some real cheap food. Yeah, because you have to. That's right. the thing. I'll tell you what, man. I don't know. I don't know. How do you like bologna? I, I don't do bologna. I know. you. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. I do hot dogs. Not the same thing. I like bologna. A bologna sandwich, just bread, mayonnaise, cheese, bologna, and then like a handful of like ruffles. Mm, okay. Some potato chips on a sandwich. Ooh, that crunch Maybe. action. Whoever, whoever started doing that is just genius. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> it's clearly all sandwiches. Like I, I don't. I'll, I'll eat a sandwich without potato chips on it. Fine. Like a Jimmy John sandwich or something like that. No problem. But throwing a handful of chips on there, it's just a game changer. It is. It's, it is. I really, like, I don't, I don't like things without a variety of textures now, I don't mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. You know, you just need to have a little bit of uh, variety is the spice of life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. But yeah, man, you know, people, you know, I, I, I'd love, I'd love to see what, like, like what Gordon Ramsay was eating when he was, right. when he, before he was Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Gordon you know, like, I mean, I, everyone knows what Anthony Bourdain was all about. Right. He was always all about that, like, Which, that, that bullshit food. Yeah. And oh, some of the places he would go to, oh man, that food looks so good. And, and most of that stuff that he was eating was not at traditional restaurants. No, again, he was a he was a big proponent of eat what the poor people eat. Right. Because he, you have to make it taste good mm-hmm. if you don't have resources. Mm-hmm. If you don't have filet mignon, you got to make the you know you got to make the liver taste good. Mm-hmm. You got to make the bullshit taste good. There's a good episode in uh, Food Wars where it's like uh, a five cut beef or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus like some store bought stuff, and you know they. I've seen someone on YouTube. I wish I knew exactly what it was. I'd plug it right now. But there's a guy who did that on YouTube. And unfortunately, in real life, the high-cut beef is still really good. Yeah. But it was not to the caliber it should have been comparatively after you do do some stuff to the the low-cost beef. I mean, short ribs? hmm. Like, you braise up some, like, beef short ribs in the oven for, like, 12 hours. Hmm. And you, like, really make a good, like... You know, you can even get some cheap wine and make a really good sauce out of that. Mm. Your boy loves some potatoes. You mash them up with garlic and butter and stuff. I mean, that's pretty hard to beat. Mm. That's a pretty hard meal to, to, to walk away from. Would you make some uh, green collard greens? Was it collard oh, yeah. Greens? I took uh, mustard collard greens. I took collard greens and I mixed them with uh, garlic and honey mustard. Mm. That was really... I did a bunch not, of onions, right? Yeah. yeah like like so caramelized weird. onions. I just did like, the onions cooked down for like mm-hmm. six, seven hours. Just real low heat. And as a man that's had a lot of collard greens in his life, those were some of the top collard greens I've ever had. That's really a lot of high praise, actually. Yeah, that uh, is at least top, at least top five. You ever had... I doubt it. Uh, Buddha Jige? Buddha Jige? Mm. Army stew? Mm. We need to make that sometime soon. I Can, might do continue that. Continue to explain. I might do that on Less Tasted at some point real mm. soon. It's, uh, I mean, it's, I have some MREs. No, this is this is basically like just a bunch of random crap uh-huh. thrown together. It's like you take like onions, mushrooms, you know, whatever veggies you have laying around that are cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you add like Hot dogs and spam and fucking uh, yes, uh, baked beans Mm -hmm. and some kimchi and some like spicy like pepper sauce and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, and then you just like cook it down. Maybe crack an egg on top, you know. And then you throw in some noodles, like some ramen noodles are totally cool. So I'm gonna say yes ish. Yeah, my dad used to make a big pot of slop. Is just what we call it. Sure. Um, and my main go-to eating thing that I used to do was just grab into the fridge, grab a big bowl, throw all the leftovers together, stir it up, maybe add a little extra sauce or seasoning or whatever, and then throw it in the microwave. Yep. 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 <laughs> but why not? So my father's family is all British, mm-hmm. which they're known for their culinary uh, prowess, certainly. Uh, they're not. They're not at all. People famously make fun of British food all the time. I personally love it. 
I mean, obviously, I grew up with a lot of it. We had our own variation called Bubble and Squeak. Bubble and Squeak. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was basically just, you know, a pot of garbage. Mm-hmm. You know, all the leftovers just thrown into a pot mm-hmm. until it bubbles and squeaks. <laughs> <laughs> that was delicious, though. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Like, stew's the way to go, always. Oh, I love a good soup. Yeah. Soup's the easiest thing in the world to make. Well, not to make soup. I'll, I'm going to actually, I'm doing a video soon about okay. how to make any soup. Hmm. And it's the same process. I'm not going to give that away quite yet, but look out for that in the future. Right. Soup 101, soup making 101. Um, but yeah, the way that cooks eat is very experimental. Uh, yeah. Very uh, all over the board. Mm-hmm. Usually pretty weird. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, the best cooks are the ones who are willing to try the most things. Exactly. I, if a cook's a picky, if someone's a picky eater, don't ask them to cook you a meal. True. Because you can always rein it in. You can't mm-hmm. branch it out mm-hmm. if you're not willing to try some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's definitely, you know, and like I said, people, you know, people got weirded out when we made the heart that one day. Right. And we roasted up a lamb heart. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I guarantee you if I would have, if I would have carved off like a lobe of the heart mm-hmm. and just Plated it up and made it look all fancy and served it to somebody. They would have no idea what it was and right. they would have enjoyed it. Right, exactly. But because it's a heart, it's oh, that's weird. I don't want that. It's gross. You don't. Uh, you don't have no idea. You have no idea. Just because it sounds a certain way, like like with Liz, she hates mayonnaise, loves ranch. Yeah, <laughs> our ranch is fifty percent mayonnaise, if not more. It's ninety. It's a hundred percent mayonnaise. Just right. with, it's got buttermilk and it's got, seasoning. It's 99% mayonnaise yeah. <laughs> with buttermilk and seasoning added uh-huh. to it. I'll tell you, the, the, there's very few things I won't eat mm-hmm. in this world. Right. I'm pretty much willing to try anything. Just about. There's one thing I'll never eat again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I might eat it again. I will never, unless <laughs> unless it's like I'm, I'm insulting someone's family... <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll never, of my own volition, eat durian again. I'll never buy it. I'll never buy it. Never no, buy it. no. I'm never spending money on durian ever again. Right. No. And someone's got some. And like, mm, mm, I was mm, so mm. excited when I found it. <laughs> so disappointed after. Like, I don't like eggplant, but I'll eat it. Right. You know, it's never my favorite thing. There's a there's, there's plenty of things that are not my favorite first choices. Mm-hmm. But if anything's prepared correctly, I'll probably eat it. Right. But durian, oof, ah, uh, I, I, I don't get how people like it. I'm happy that somebody does, <laughs> but man, that one is rough. So I got a question then. Yep. Let's say we look up a durian recipe. Sure. If I'm willing to fit, you know, foot the bill. Yeah. Would you be willing to do that? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like I've, I've cooked with like aloe vera before. That was nasty. Yeah, I'd, I'd still eat that before durian. <laughs> I'd like to try some aloe vera. Yeah, one of my earlier, one of my earliest exploits into the world of filming weird things that I'm eating. It was for film class in high school. Mm. Uh, I was trying to do like a bizarre food type of thing, and we mm. found an aloe vera plant. Mm. And I opened it, and I, I researched it beforehand. You could just eat it raw. It's got health benefits and okay. stuff. So we ate it raw, and it has the texture of mucus. I believe that. And so I brought it into work, and all the cooks tried different things. Yeah. Everyone was excited to try it, right? But nothing, nothing made it good. No, nothing mm. made it good. Right. <laughs> I would certainly eat it again. Right. It, it didn't taste like anything. Mm. I mean, it, it tasted kind of like. You ever had like cactus fruit? Like actually, like a barrel cactus? Probably not. Those are not the, like just walking down so. the street here and right, finding a barrel right. cactus. No, it kind of tastes like that. Mm. Almost like cucumbery. Okay, I got you. Uh, only with less flavor. flavor. Right. If a cucumber is a ten on the flavor scale, <laughs> this is like a three. Got you. What about like the cattail? Oh God, we need to. So <laughs> we are from Michigan, hmm. and we are aware of the fact that cattails are edible. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, maybe it would have been wise to research when cattails are edible. Because we went out into like a a boggy yeah. area, mm-hmm. like a stagnant lake. 
Yeah. And we found some cat. We was out for a walk one day. And we just found some cattails, and we're like, "Oh yeah, these are edible. Let's try it." But it was like winter time. Oh, and it was getting cold. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're pulling out of just mucky water. <laughs> And we, we like wiped it off. We definitely wiped it off and like off the first layer. Yeah, yeah, we peeled it away, but it was just woody it was, and yeah. and oh, chalky too. and slimy. It's like how is it chalky mm. and slimy at the same time? But it is. But it is. And it it, I wouldn't say it tastes bad. No, I certainly wouldn't be opposed to trying it when it's like I know it's ripe, right? Yeah, or yeah. when it's good. Mm-hmm. But I uh, tried a couple of different ones too. Yeah, right. we did. I was hoping one of them would be okay. Right. Nope. <laughs> no. The only other thing I might not try is like puffer fish. Oh, just because it's dangerous. Yeah, I mean, like if if someone if someone can guarantee me that this person is like trained in the art of puff, right? Then mm-hmm. I might let them puff me. But beyond that, I feel like it's not good. I'm sure. I think it's probably as good as any other good fishes. Right. And if that's the case, I'd rather just have another piece of fish. Yeah, I think it's more of a novelty thing. Like, like a venom sack. Like you don't taste that. Right. Yeah. It's just a thing to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I do like squid ink though, mostly because of the color, but it does have a sort of something about it. Really. Yeah. Mm. Like they make squid ink pasta and stuff. That's always right, pretty right, fun. Yeah. I made a Halloween dish one year. Hmm. It was uh, like pasta and uh, big cubes of. Uh, like sweet potato. Yeah. So it was orange and black. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's it was pretty cool. good. Yeah. It was I actually pretty good. That. I'd love to try that. And you just had to have like a you know a nice dark sauce to go with it. Does it have a, a smell to it? Like is it? It smells kind of like inky. Inky. Yeah. I don't know what that. I you, don't you, know. Have, you have to get. <laughs> is some... it fishy at all? Oh yeah. 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 Certainly. Mm-hmm. Does it reek of fish? No. Okay. The water does. Okay. Like when you put it in water to boil like squid ink pasta. Oh right. right. It smells a lot like. So it's like um, when someone's cooking chitlins, like the whole house. Yeah. Just reeks. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I've been yeah. accused many times of ruining the smell of someone's house when I cook at their place. <laughs> Especially if I like do a like a balsamic vinegar reduction or something. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I've had many times people have walked in and be like, oh, Eric's cooking. <laughs> Some old frosty cooking there, I can tell. <coughs> but you know it's good, right? You no, know it's good. Yeah, I mean that's you know, I I value in my life people who want to try interesting things. It's why mm-hmm. Anthony Bourdain is and will always be a hero of mine. Mm-hmm. He's always pretty willing to try stuff. And I mean, you know, a lot of my heroes, culinary world related heroes, are you know, old school. They you know they've been around a lot of places. You know, like Marco Pierre White, mm-hmm. my. <laughs> My idol. Yeah, truly. truly. Uh, my culinary world idol. I mean, you know, he's definitely, you know, I mean, look at his old menus back in the day, I mean, back in the 80s and whatnot. You you put him above uh, Bourdain? In terms of actual, I'm a, I'm a cook, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, he was unquestionably the, the, the godfather, man, yeah. you know, the man. He's mm-hmm. the one who inspired Bourdain. He's mm-hmm. the one who trained Gordon Ramsay. Oh, I didn't know he inspired Bourdain. Yeah, yeah. They used to, like, look at his cookbook all the time oh. and just, like, get turned on by the food, basically. <laughs> Grub chub, bro. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that food porn, man. Mm-hmm. I wish I wish OnlyFans had a food porn section that was as popular as its normal pornographic say, section. I'm not... I'm, I wouldn't say that they probably don't. I Anyone mean, could have an OnlyFans, but... Right. I wouldn't doubt if there was some type of food section. I mean, if I wanted to make an OnlyFans about food, it would have to be like, I'm making food with, like, you know, porn stars. Right. <laughs> Which yeah. would be a really fun channel to have. Actually, yeah. If, yeah. Anyone wants to, if anyone wants to figure out a way to help me make that <laughs> channel, I'm not opposed. I'll be naked with them. <laughs> right. Whatever Unless you don't want to see that. Which <laughs> I'd like to see it. I just think that'd be fun. I mean, cooking naked's always a, a, a danger. You're right. Just don't fry bacon in a pan. You'll probably be okay. <laughs> For the most part. You've got an apron the on. You're fine. Yeah, you just have an apron on. You're yeah. right. I can't feel anything in my fingers anymore. You're right. Oh, man. So next week, hmm. I have a story for you. I stumbled across something interesting. I'm pretty sure it's it's an older news story. Oh. I have done no research into it. Sure. Because I want to discover it with you. Sure. And I'm not going to tell you anything about it. Fine. I will only say it's related to Gordon Ramsay. Okay. And so, for the record, 
I don't I don't hate Gordon Ramsay, mm. but he's not my favorite. Mm. I don't I don't love him. Uh, he's alright. That being said, hey Gordon, if you want to come on the show, <laughs> true, I'd love to. Uh, if you're listening, <laughs> I'd love to. You know, have you in my uh, in the in the studio here. But yes, next week we're going to uh, we're going to dig into uh, a Gordon oh, Ramsay cool. article that's pretty interesting. Cool, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, but that's going to be it for today. This has been Kitchen Open Late, but the kitchen is closed, so get the fuck out. Peace.